Investing in your own growth and self-development isn't selfish, it's self-care. This is the Rebranded Podcast, the show where we hear about personal development and career growth. You'll learn what it takes to highlight yourself on your resume and beyond your resume. Remember, it's never too late to rebrand yourself and your career. I'm Tanikia, and this is the Rebranded Podcast. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Perfect. All right, um, today we're going to be talking about graduate school. For those who are not aware, grad school is a school that offers advanced degrees such as master's, PhDs, and so on. Uh, today we will have guest Amari Riches enlighten us on life in grad school. Amari Richens is currently a community health fellow at the Matsu Health Foundation in Wasilla, Alaska. He grew up from Trinidad and Tobago before doing his last two years of high school in the Sultanate of Oman before starting undergraduate at the University of Tampa. He graduated with a major in biology and a minor in chemistry in December of 2016. After this, Omari then pursued his Master of Public Health and the Concentration of Health Management and Policy at the University of Florida. Throughout his time at UF, he was president of the Public Health Student Associated Association, as well as attended the American Public Health Association and presented at many others. During his MPH program, he worked as a community initiatives assistant planner for Wealth Florida Council and a rural health policy and advocacy intern for Suwannee River AHEC. Before graduating from University of Florida in May 2019, Amari was able to secure a one-year community health fellowship position at the Matsu Health Foundation in Wasilla, Alaska. Amari works primarily in program evaluation, program management, grant management, and research and development at the Health Foundation. In July 2019, Amari started the website, The Public Health Millennial, at www.thephmillennial.com, an Instagram page to better help other graduate students, especially in public health and other professionals for career and self-development. So... Omari, thank you for joining today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be on here. No problem. So I'm just going to ask you a few questions, and I just want you to give your honest opinion and um, your experience. So first, I'm going to ask you, um, what was graduate school like for you, and what made you decide to go? Um, let's start off with the first one. So grad school for me was a really great experience. It was a time for me to... I would say rebrand myself and really figure out what I wanted to do with my career. Um, it, it really opened my eyes to a lot of different experiences and, and, and new experiences that I didn't know of, especially just being a, a bachelor's in biology major. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really didn't think much of health outside of like being a doctor being a nurse and I didn't know much about public health so getting into my program was really eye-opening and I really enjoyed it and it really helped me develop professionally and give me the tools to to really be successful 
and what made me decide to go to grad school it's it's kind of a funny story um I never really thought of myself uh wanting to go to grad school during un- during undergraduate I was a uh, a uh, a major in biology wanted to go to med school so med school was always like something that was on my mind and grad school not so much so it's not it's not so much that I really decided to go to grad school grad school decided that I was going to go to it in a sense right so, <laughs> yeah so i i um graduated from my undergrad in december of 2016 and i still wanted to go to med school at that point in time but med schools wouldn't open up until the next fourth semester so i had what um maybe like 6 to to 8 maybe 6 to 8 months to apply to different med schools and for me when I was looking into this there were two paths for me my undergrad GPA wasn't the best to get into med school at least per se so Mm -hmm. you can when you go into med school there there are two paths that people really take right now I would say two direct paths so it's either you go from straight undergrad into med school or you can go into a master's of medical sciences program which is basically um, your first year of med school, but in a graduate program. And then from there, you apply to go to med school. So I was studying for my MCAT after December 2016, really just wanted to do my best there so I can get into med school. So I decided I was going to apply to a master's of medical sciences programs just because I thought my GPA wasn't competitive enough to get into med school by itself. Mm-hmm. So I applied to four programs and I got rejected from three of them, and I wasn't hearing back from one of them. So at that point in time, I was like, oh, my God, uh, the summer's almost coming to an end. I, I, I don't want to have to waste another year not doing anything. So let me look and see where what I can do. And at this point in time, I moved from Tampa to Gainesville to live with my mother and brother. So I was there, and I was looking to see what the University of Florida had in relation to um, like biology getting into med school and at first I saw a certificate program for I want to say it's like medical anatomy or something like that and my uncle is a doctor and I asked him if I should take this and he said no it's not really beneficial so I decided not to do that and then I got into the master's of public health program at University of Florida and I also applied to another one um, George Washington public health program and I got into both of those and then I was going to go on vacation um, back in Trinidad and at this time then I, I just learned that the last application for my master's of medical sciences program got accepted but they pushed me back from the summer summer start team to the fall start team so it would mean and, and this was for University of South Florida so that would mean when I came back from my vacation I would have to like rush to go down to Tampa and find a new place and all of that kind of stuff so I just decided to stay in Gainesville and do my master's of public health. And I really didn't know anything about public health before I like looked into the program and got into the program, which is very interesting to me considering I, do, I did biology and no one really spoke of this, this field of public health and so broad and, and everything. So that was my journey and decision to go into public health or go into a master's program. And, mm-hmm. and I... I still, I still envision myself wanting to go to med school after my master's program, which is a two-year program. But then within the first like two to three weeks of classes, I really understood what public health was 
and just how how messed up the U.S. healthcare system was. And I really wanted to focus on prevention over treatment and being able to help populations over individuals. So then I just decided to stay in my master's program and, and stay in the field of public health, essentially, and not pursue a to, to become a physician. Yeah, that was a really interesting uh, story, how like you got to get in grad school instead of uh, med school. But hey, they say things happen for a reason. Ab- and, absolutely. Yeah. And and I'm 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 very happy with where I am right now and the choices that I've made and I don't think I would I would be saying the same thing if I did choose to pursue going going to med school. Right. Okay, so um what do you think your biggest challenge uh was in grad school? Yeah, so as I said, I had not I had no clue what public health was when I when I just started. Um so really just trying to figure out what my my journey in public health was going to be and it it definitely was a challenge because uh, a lot of the people that were in my school even even the professors and and a lot of the students if they weren't trying to pursue like medical school or dental dental school after their master's of public health they were trying to pursue like research like lab research and that kind of stuff and that never really resonated with me. I was more focused on the practical side of things, like doing program management, program coordination, and building up those kinds of skills. So it was really difficult for me to to really find a path and understand what I needed to do in order to get to where I wanted to be. So, so I definitely had to do a lot of research on my own. And one of the best things... Um, that I think really helped me was going to the American Public Health Association conference my first year of of, um, of my MPH just because going to that conference really just showed me how diverse and broad and all the different opportunities that are possible in the public health field and that really helped me to envision what I can do in my um, future and, and another challenge for me was trying to connect with people that were outside of my concentration so in my master's program I want to say there were four or five concentrations and I was in the health management and policy concentration and outside of your basic intro classes you're doing most of your classes with your cohorts in your concentration and in my concentration it was like 10 to 12 people depending so so it was it was really just just difficult to get like those various outside perspectives of what people are thinking going forward in their career in public health, especially as a lot of the people in my concentration wanted to go to med school. So having those those discussions around jobs in public health wasn't as easy. Um, but I, I definitely think just going to that conference and just not having the resources really made me resourceful and really pushed me to look and see what I wanted to do. Because at the end of the day, I'm paying to go to the school to get an education, but what happens after that is up to me. And and I think a lot of people lose focus of that. So so definitely just advocating for yourself and putting your foot your best foot forward to to learn what you need to do to move forward into your career. 
Okay, great. So is there like anything that you wish you would have done differently in grad school or your experience there? Yeah. Um, the, the first thing that, that really comes to mind when, when I look back on grad school is even though I wasn't really focused on research, research per se, like lab research or any of that, I, I definitely think I see a lot of value going to, to conferences and presenting at conferences. Even, even if you're not interested in the research side, there's so much networking and, and things that can happen on, on that, just putting yourself out there. And you can really build relationships with the professors or whoever you're doing the research with. And, and that, can, that can help you make the connections that you need to, to move forward. So definitely, I would have liked to present at, at more conferences. Um, another thing um, is better networking. I know in uh, one of your episodes with Jeremy and I, um, Shropshire, I think his name was. Yeah. Yeah, he, he definitely spoke about like knowing what, what you are going to be bringing and how, how you're going to give, give. Because I think a lot of people, when they think of networking, and me at first was definitely just like, okay, let me see what I can get. But I, I think networking works a lot better when when you give. So you give people value and they definitely help you. They definitely help you. So that's that's one thing I wish I did because I did go to the American Public Health Association conference, but I definitely think I could have made better connections and really fo- followed up on those connections to, to better me in my, in my uh, career. Um, some other things that I would have done differently. Hmm. I, I, I think just, just really having those conversations and, and really just talking to people about what you want to do, because a lot of the time people have different perspectives and they have their stories, which you can learn if not one to two things that can definitely help you moving forward. So I definitely think reaching out to more people and, and maybe doing more informational interviewing and that kind of stuff, just to get a feel for, for the different jobs that are out there. Yeah, I agree with my master's um, program. I really didn't focus much on that. I was more so worried about um, just getting knowing the material and, graduating I wasn't worried about like the networking aspect being ready to have a job in place because it took me a while to um obtain a job in my um master's field of human resources Mm -hmm. so I definitely agree with you with that yeah and I I definitely understand that because even for my sister she graduated her, her master's two years ago and it took her almost a year to get a job and then I have another friend who I graduated with last year, and he still hasn't found a job. And and like I, I think we're gonna talk about it a little a little later when I give advice. But that's definitely something that that you have to think about because you're putting this money and this time and this effort into going to this school. You definitely should think about what you have to do to to get that next step. Because yes, you're going to a master's program. Yes, that's great for your for yourself and for your professional development but how many other people are going to master's programs and doing the same thing so there's that to think about yeah yeah and that was actually yeah my next question what um is the best advice you can give someone who's even considering going to a graduate school 
Yeah, sure. So I, I'm going to break this advice into three parts. So someone who's considering going into grad school, um, when you're starting grad school, and then someone who's in grad, in, in grad school. So the first one is do your research, um, especially now given everything going on with uh, the coronavirus, the job market is going to be changing going forward. And you really want to make sure that you, you get uh, education and you develop the skill sets that are going to help your career and, and not just do something because it's easy or it seems cool and then there are no jobs out there for you. So really looking at, at what, what the future job market is going to need in skill sets and doing that. And I, I definitely think a lot of people don't think about the, the debt aspect of it. And I think that's very important because you can do a master's degree and, and still come out and be getting paid $40,000. And I think that's something that you really have to take into consideration. And that's something you have to be proactive about. Like if you want the best out of your career, out of the jobs, you definitely have to put in that, that work and just understanding what is out there in the field and what you can do to, to best yourself before you choose a master's program. Because the school, the school is going to give you the knowledge, but at the same time, you have to know if the school is going to have those connections to give you the internships that you need or the mentorship that you need or just, just those career services, things that, that might really accelerate your career. So definitely look into the school, reach out to students, reach out to alumni to make sure that the school and the program that you're going into is going to help you get a job at the end of the day. Unless, unless you, you plan to go into um, doc- doctoral school and do your PhD or something of that sort, it is definitely important to, to look at those, those outside opportunities. But if you are looking to go into your PhD I would definitely look into the research opportunities and the resources that the university has and the different projects that the professors at the school are working on. Because most of the time, you can easily ask a professor to jump on, on a, a project that aligns with your passion and your research interest. So understanding that. Um, and then if you, when, when you're starting, so this is advice people that are now starting grad school, um, the one thing for me is is I I would I reverse engineered kind of my my trajectory in grad school. So I I was looking at job positions a year before I graduated, and 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 this this really helped me because I wasn't applying a year before, but I really just understood what what skill sets jobs need, what kinds of experiences jobs need, what what they're asking for, and I think knowing what jobs are asking for so you can find the opportunities that match with those jobs is, is hugely important. Because if, if it wasn't for my um, internship, um, I wouldn't have the position that I have now. But because of my internship, that allowed me to build up the skill set that allowed me to get the position I have now. And I wanted a position in this sim- similar realm. So I understood that. And I, I looked at the, the different job descriptions. And I said, okay, you need to have um, like report writing, needs assessment, um, survey writing. These are like basic skills that, that you can gain and they're very transferable to different projects. So I, I really focused on trying to get those skills. So when I did come out and I did apply to jobs that, that I was able to, to get it, I would get my fellowship, not a job. 
And then for people that are in grad school, I would absolutely say that you want to put on job alerts, um, put on Google job alerts, put on LinkedIn job alerts, put on Indeed job alerts, because you really want to not only know what the jobs out there and what they're asking for, but what, what is the pay looking, looking like? Like, is that a job that is going to um, meet and satisfy your needs and, and what you want from life? And and really understanding that and understanding that this is a career that, that you're trying to build, not just a job. So really trying to figure out what is the next thing I need to do in my career to take me to that next step that will allow me to easily transition to the position that I want if it's not right after grad school. But for me, like I found my job that I'm at right now, just having a Google alert on for the entire USA and it popped up. So I would highly advise just having job alerts on. Okay. Um, what can someone do to set themselves apart while in grad school? Yeah. So I think I mentioned this a little bit earlier that people think just because, oh, I have a master's, I'm going to get a good job. And that is absolutely mm-hmm. is not the case because Remember that you're probably going to be graduating in a class of around 100 people. And then they're going to have classes all around the country and all around the world with people that are graduating the same degree as you. So, so just having that mindset that you're thinking that, oh, yeah, I'm doing a master's program. Just my coursework is going to get me ahead is not true. That's not, that's not going, to, going to help you at all. You definitely have to be proactive so things that I would suggest you do to set yourself apart during grad school, one is um, leadership. So every, every field, every organization needs some sort of leadership and developing that skill and showing that you can do it, whether it's through class projects or being the president of a student organization or, or whatever capacity you can find, you can find to develop those leadership skills because those are skills that you can use in any job, in any position, and it's very transferable. And you're always wanting to build on your leadership skills. And, and that's definitely going to help you separate yourself from someone that's just doing classwork and nothing else. And then another thing you want to think about is internships. Right? So de- definitely you want to align your internships and not just do internships because you're doing internships. I would say it's good to to taste and 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 get a feel for different internships just because you, you might not be sure what you really want to do in the field but you want to also have an eye out for internships that are going to help you develop the skill sets that you've been learning in your classes that you can show okay this is what I'm doing and then in your interview you want to talk about something that that actually is tangible you know so really building on that and finding internships and then through internships, you can find mentors and people that, that are really help you and can guide you and tell you what, what's a great path to take to get to the next step that you want to, to get to. And that can be done through your internship sites or there are lots of professors and different professionals out there that would um, help you. And you definitely want to think about having mentors and just being close to your professors because at the end of the day, if you're going to need a reference letter or something, it's probably going to come from someone, for, from one of your professors or someone that you've interned with. 
So you want to always be putting your best best foot forward so that you're able to to take leverage of, of those situations going forward. Um, another thing would be research and presentations. No, no matter what field you're in, there's going to be some sort of, of um, research component or conferences where people are doing and talking about the new and insightful things in your field. And if you can break in and, and do research and get to present at these different conferences and different events, it definitely builds out your brand and it, it helps you to get out there and network and learn what's out in the field and, and make those connections that might help you to get to the next, next step of your career. And presentations are something that you're probably going to have to do a lot of during grad school. And it's something that you're going to have to do during your your work life too, your career. So definitely having those presentation skills and being comfortable with public speaking, whether it be in big groups or small groups. And that goes on to my next point, um, conferences and networking. Like just because you're going to a conference doesn't mean it's going to be a, a, a good conference. You have to make it good for yourself. You have to be intentional and, and make those connections and find the people that are going to give you value and help you moving forward in your career. You know, and uh, another thing that I, I touched on a little earlier was informational interviews. That's, that's something that I do not think a lot of people take advantage of. Not only are you able to do these informational interviews and learn from different professionals in the field, but a lot of the time, they, people just love speaking about themselves and their journeys generally. So if you reach out to ask, ask someone to have a conversation to hear about their journey and what they do, more than likely they are going to accept that because people like to talk about themselves. So, so doing those informational interviews can help you understand the field better, can help you make connections. Those people can become mentors or, or really just help you get your next job. So you want to make use of that and use LinkedIn to reach out to professionals that you think are interesting and you think can, can help you reach that next stage of your career. Um, another thing that uh, I think grad students could do is asking what more you can do. So whether it's in an internship or, or whatever capacity, you always want to be showing yourself as proactive and being a learner and just, and just really, really learning. And... And one thing that I've done in my job currently is like, I, I thought that the workload has gotten a little lesson. So I asked my boss, how can I help her? What can I do? And from that, she's given me more, more work to do, which has helped me to build up new skill sets. And that's something that you can do in your internship. Like if, if you think your internship's too easy, ask your supervisor, what more can I do? Just, just so you can show that you're being proactive. Cause that's going to show good when that's going to show well on you when, um, People are asking asking to to call call your references and speak speak to them because they're the people that are going to talk on your behalf. So you definitely want to put your just really show them that you care and you want to help make their job easier. And uh, another another thing, I think the last thing that, <laughs> that I have to say here is is reverse engineering. So you go into going to your master's program unless you're going on to do a doctorate you're, you're doing this master's program to ultimately get a job at the end of the day so no one no one is is gonna 
want to help you as much as you should want to help yourself. So get out there and just learn about the, the field that you're getting into. What are the different career paths? What are the different job titles? What are the di- different skill sets? And really understand how you can use, the, well, learn from those skill sets and, and, and see how you can maybe apply it to something in a class so you can talk about it in an interview or just just find those skill sets so you know what type of internships to look for that are really going to help you and help you to develop the skills that you need in the position that you want to moving forward. Okay, great. Those was a lot of great um, <laughs> advice to set yourself apart. I'm sure that they will use that. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope so. I really hope so because you, de- you definitely just have to be proactive because that, that's one thing that I think I've done really well is because I started looking at jobs a year before. I started applying to jobs in November before I graduated in May. I got rejected from probably six or seven jobs before February um, of, of the year that I was graduating. So just getting those, those things out of the way so you can really blossom and, and know what, and giving yourself the, the chance and the time to, to really apply and get those jobs that you want. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and you mentioned that you were a fellow, a community health fellow. So uh, what is a postgraduate fellowship and what is the process like to get one? So there are several different types of fellowships. Um, The ones that I'm most familiar with are postgraduate, so after your master's program. There are also fellowships for postdoctorate and like post-MD fellowships. I want to say that there are also fellowships for undergrads. The first thing is you want to look in to see what that fellowship entails, because some fellowships are a lot better and, and encompassing than others. Um, but generally, postgrad fellowships, uh, the easiest way to think of it is to think of it as a job with um, added structured mentorship. And you usually get to work on a lot of, of various projects. So you got to touch on a lot of different things within an organization. Um, a lot of fellowships also would have an alumni component to them. So a lot of the, the past fellows will join an alumni network and from there, you have access to to that network and you become uh, an alumni of the fellowship afterwards. So I think it's it's just a really great way to get into the the field that you want to get into, especially if you don't know what exactly you want to pursue. A fellowship is a great way to get in and get your feet wet with a whole host of different things. So like in my fellowship, I started off doing mostly um, community health needs assessments and research and development. And since then, I've gotten to do a lot more like grant management, project project evaluation, and that kind of stuff. So it, the the learning that I've gotten in my fellowship has been invaluable, and I've, I'm really happy that I I decided to to pursue a fellowship. And I, I think definitely, if if there are fellowships in your field, you should definitely try to apply to them. And the only way to apply to them is being proactive because most of them. Um, have their application processes uh, at the beginning of the graduation years or maybe even the year before. So you definitely want to just know when they are and and apply to them because they could really help boost your career going forward. Okay, great. So um, just to wrap up, guys, I just want to give you um, just some quick tips 
Uh, graduate school isn't for everyone, so please do not feel like it's necessary to be successful. You have a fair chance of being successful in your career and making the salary you deserve without further education beyond undergrad and with it, as Omari mentioned. So thanks, Omari, for joining, and I hope everyone found value in our conversation, and good luck to the listeners. Yeah, definitely. And can I just touch on success? I think success yeah, su- sure. success is something that a lot of people think about as, oh, I'm successful because I have this much money or something like that. But that that should not be our definition of success, and it should not be what we are striving for. I think success should be being happy in, in what you're doing, you know, to really strive for, for happiness because if you're not happy, you're not going to be fulfilled and then that money is just going to make you sad. So it, you, you really want to strive for success in, in a lot of different ways. Of course, money is important. And I'm a big proponent of, of speaking about money, asking for, for money because we need our fair share of money to survive and be alive. But success is, is bigger than, than just money. Yeah, and um, did you want to um, share your social platforms or anything? Yeah, absolutely. So you guys, uh, well, I am known as the Public Health Millennial. So you can check out my website at www.thephmillennial, so that's M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L.com. Definitely join my newsletter there, or you can check me out on Instagram at thephmillennial. All right. Well, again, thank you, Amari, for joining. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It was really a pleasure to talk with you today. It was a pleasure speaking with you, too. All right. Take care. Enjoy your weekend. You. That's all for today. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Rebranded Podcast, as well as our resume page at revision.writing. Need a resume or some other career service? We got you.